Well, Bruce Arian goes and retires, or is this another one of those Tampa Bay goodbyes? Let's discuss. This is the push-off. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Push Off Podcast. It's your favorite NFL show. I'm not going to say weekly, because who knows when we... <laughs> that discusses everything that happened last <laughs> week while well, I get you ready for the next. I'm your host, Scott Hogan, and joining us as always, it's... Dan, Tampa, you say goodbye and I say hello. Ooh, right. nice. You like that one? Yeah, Dan. I know you're a Beatles fan. I, I love it, love it. Um, that's, that, I went through a, a phase where that song was one of my favorites, too. Hello, it's goodbye. Good. It's a good song. Um, anyways, but we start with Bruce Aaron retiring, and I threw that into the opening because, oh boy, we're coming along to the end of free agency. Uh, we've got a less than a month of the NFL draft coming, but uh, we are a little bit behind in our podcast, and there is a lot of news that hit. Yeah, we are. We are We are men with uh, three children. Well, sorry, four children between us. Total, yep. Four oh, children. Four today. children total, uh, which is still a lot for two people. <laughs> That's mm-hmm, still a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, f- men with full time jobs, um, <laughs> but men that love the fucking football. We you know we just can't oh, yeah. quit this shit. So uh, we are going to get your scouting in. We are. I promise. I swear to you. We are going to get <laughs> all the position groups in before this draft, so you feel comfortable with it. But man, we are behind, and there is too much good news this week. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to focus on that again. Um, but we have all the offensive linemen we've looked at, uh, and I think we'll be adding some more uh, defenders and things like that for the next episodes, and we're going to try to get you some fit it all in before the NFL draft on April 28th. Hey, hey. So pretty soon. sure that's day one, yeah, on a Thursday there. And that'll be in Cleveland, right? Cleveland, Ohio? It is Cleveland this year. Um, I'm going to use that as a segue. We find out uh, Kansas City is getting next year, obviously, 2023. And then 2024 will be in Detroit, Michigan. Rock City, baby. Rock City. That's right. Um, it, they said it went down to the three teams, Detroit, Green Bay, and Washington. And Detroit got it. But uh, this is the new thing. The, 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 the draft travels started here in chicago when we were living there we got to 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 go to it one year we went Mm -hmm. to the nashville one we did live shows there we'll try to make it to kansas city we've been talking about that maybe (laughs) but we'll see yeah i mean the draft's a lot of fun so if it comes to your town and you're listening to this podcast check it out yeah it's a lot we're we're not going to fucking cleveland (laughs) (laughs) no all good thanks everybody i don't want to get sexually harassed anyways That's a good segue I too. I give out massages, uh, and then here I go into Cleveland. I thought I was that's safe. right. Let's let's use that as a segue. It's free agency part two, and where we started last week is uh, the QB carousel, and that carousel kept on spinning this week. Um, so let's see where it all landed. Who's got QBs? Who was left at the dance without a a partner? And where we're gonna go from here? Uh, but it does begin in Cleveland, and surprisingly, it did because initially Cleveland was out of the race for this man and this man is Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson um finally cleared some legal issues enough that uh the trade was going to happen um we kind of hinted at it last episode 
Uh, it came down to about four teams that we knew about that came into it. Browns, Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. So mm-hmm. basically all of the NFC South and the Browns. <laughs> Pretty much. And if you went in on him and you had a starting QB at least in place, oh, they were pissed. They were pissed about this, and they're mm-hmm. going to let you hear it. And it's it's not the traditional way that a guy is pissed if it's like, hey, this is a stud, young, Pro Bowl quarterback. we got to kick the tires on this guy, right? It's like, you're going to replace me for a guy with 22 legit sexual mm-hmm. assault claims against him? Really? Really? You're going to trade for that fucking guy instead of me? Because how many of these... I mean, we've always known it's bullshit, but how many mm-hmm. of these guys are like, character, I need high character guys. I need high character right. guys. And then you go... I also don't mind the occasional sex pest if he's got a <laughs> hell of an arm. Like, that's not, you know, Baker Mayfield is a lot of things, and Baker Mayfield is not a lot of things. But one of the things he is not is a sex pest, as far as I know. <laughs> you know, as far as it is publicly debated, he's not a sex pest. You know, he might, not this- have, a, he might have a wonky shoulder, but fuck, man, at least he's keeping it to himself. There you go. No, you're right. When this news broke about Deshaun Watson, and it was over a year ago now, I believe, because he was out all about last year, unless it happened this point in the offseason, whenever it was, yeah. we discussed it, and, and we were very blatantly honest about it, because we can be in this podcast. And yeah, we kind of landed on the point of like, yeah, if it, worst, I think you said worst case scenario, he's a scumbag. <laughs> That's what, worst case. No, right? best case scenario. So oh, best case scenario. The the term I used is uh, worst case scenario. He's a criminal sex offender. There you go. Best case scenario. He's a sex pest. That's right. Sex pest is the <laughs> word. I mean, um, neither one of those is ways you want to be described. Like if you're putting mm-hmm. your LinkedIn profile together, you're not putting sex pest <laughs> on there. You know? Oh, you're not. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, yeah, you got to change your LinkedIn. I mean, I'm yeah. meaning to talk to you. I'm glad we got this out of the way. <laughs> Wondering why I wasn't getting any offers. Um, or the offers I was but, getting were very erotic. <laughs> so it started in Cleveland with uh, that Browns offering uh, or saying they're they're throwing their hat in the ring for Deshaun Watson. And as a Cleveland Browns, you know, fan, you know, you you've been trying to get a quarterback in there for many many years, but you did draft a guy who got you to the playoffs last year. Uh, two uh, years ago, Baker Mayfield. Well, yeah, you drafted him two years ago. Got you to the playoffs last year. Yeah, uh, Deshaun or excuse me, uh, Baker Mayfield. But as soon as they said they were going in on it, or the news broke. Uh, Baker was not happy about it and then led to demanding a trade. That seemed like that was going to happen whether the Browns are going to get Deshaun Watson or not. It was, you know, Baker doesn't care. He's demanding a trade. And it seemed like the Browns were out of it. So the Browns go back on it and say, well, we're not going to get Deshaun Watson now. So it seems we want Baker Mayfield to stay. We're not going to, we're not going to, to uh, honor this trade request. That the 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 butting heads of Baker Mayfield and the Browns must have turned Cleveland's front office fully around to offer, dear God, okay, the the money is five years, two hundred and thirty million dollars fully guaranteed, and talk of a little bit Dan about what it means to fully guarantee this man money. So, a guarantee effectively says, no matter what you do. <laughs> No matter what happens, no we, matter what happens, no matter what happens, we are going to pay you this money, unless we find some crazy ass voidables, which you know he ain't signing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much he's got where he's just like, listen, I, I ain't signing shit until this fucking thing is ready to go. 
uh, and I'm not we had letting the- you, you know, keep my fucking money in, in the case I decide to literally fuck someone's face on television <laughs> against their will. Ugh. We, um, we had... Oh, what was I going to say? Um, we thought it was going to be Falcons. The news broke that it was probably going to be Falcons because Browns and Panthers fell out of it, and then it was down to the Saints and Falcons. Heard it was going to be Falcons, so Matt Ryan got upset. Matt Ryan wanted a trade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happened all before this happened, too. The Browns... But, but the Falcons were also like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Sure, we're in full rebuild mode, Matt. Yeah, we right. we need to get rid of you somehow. That's an easier sell to your fan base, I think, than the Baker Mayfield setup. But Browns ended up with Deshaun Watson. As long as he's over his sex pestness, it'll turn out okay for Cleveland. But also, the stuff Browns gave away, three first-round picks and a third, plus a conditional fifth, all going to the Houston Texans for him. Um, yeah, the the coaches meeting, the coaches and owners meeting was this like last week. And you're hearing that the Browns are getting a lot of slack about this. And in the coaches and owners meeting, it's not so much because he's, quote, like you say, a sex pest. Yeah. It's because of the fully guaranteed money. Yeah. it's So here's what the guarantee did. The guarantee got his cap hit this year down to $10,028,000. That's Which his is cap ridiculous hit. for a quarterback, yeah. Which means his cap hit over the next four years right now is set at $55 million for the yep. next four years afterwards, fully guaranteed. What the fuck are you doing, Cleveland? <laughs> this is the dumbest shit in the world. So the only thing they're going to be able to do to get out from under this is they're going to have to keep extending him every year mm-hmm. to like kick that can down the road just a touch. But eventually this also, bill will come due. Also, he has a no-trade clause for the entirety of his contract with him. Mm-hmm. So in, if they even were done with him and needed to, to pass him off or want to get some, some picks or something for him, they'd have to pass it by Deshaun Watson first. And the best part Interesting, is yeah. language exists in this contract that will not forfeit signing bonuses or void future guarantees upon suspension, which Jeez. is exactly the language that was actually in the Randy Gregory thing that yeah. led to Randy Gregory going into to Denver was – you know, they put that in all the Cowboys contracts. Hey, you know, if you we have the option to take money back yeah. if you get suspended or shit like that. I heard it was fined, though. I heard Cowboys with Randy Gregory's, they specifically said fine. It, that, and too. he took offense to that. Yeah, yeah, it was all those things. It was a fine, suspended, all that sort of shit. Right. And and that's fine. And that's fine. You know why? Because he's going to get fucking <laughs> fined and suspended, and I don't want to deal with that shit. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the fucking fact... That, Deshaun Watson getting traded for this much capital and getting this yeah. much money is yeah. like, remember when you were tw- like in your early 20s and you had a shitty girlfriend, you know, and sure. the shitty girlfriend like cheats on you, openly cheats on you. And then she's like, no, but I'm going to need awful, a, I'm going to need a you fucking and- ring. Like <laughs> I'm going to need to, I'm going to need you to show me that you're serious, even though <laughs> I've been fucking around on you. It's like, what are you doing? How are you committing to a guy like this? Mm. who basically signed a big money deal with the Texans and then was like, I ain't playing for you motherfuckers anymore. I didn't get, you know, as much say as Aaron Rodgers does. Like, Aaron Rodgers is a different thing. He's a multiple-time MVP. At this point, Deshaun Watson is a talented young quarterback with a lot of money, and he's trying to fucking stick it to his own front office a year after a crazy extension? Uh, I I know he's good and everything, but he's two years out of football, basically. Yeah, but congrats to the Texans for getting out of that. Yes, 
once it was obvious that they had to move on, even depending on wherever his legal stuff happened, I mean, all last year, it wasn't like he was even on an exempt list. They just, we're not going to play him. Yeah. You don't have to talk about him. We'll go, we'll get through this. And due to all of that, yeah, he's moved on and they get all of these draft picks. They don't have to spend that money. They can rebuild their franchise. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it took a year, two years in the dumps for the Texans, but you're picking third, you're picking again at 13 because of this trade yeah build your team up and get get away from this guy uh cleveland uh, we've got uh our friend um uh your buddy who's been a cleveland browns fan for a oh, while jared. you talked to him yeah jared about this yeah. at all have you talked to any no, cleveland browns fans i leave him alone i leave him alone on <laughs> shit like this where i'm like uh you know because every it's browns tough. fan secretly yeah. every browns fan right. is like fuck this and then secretly like but if he wins I don't right. I don't really fucking care. I will tell you this. As a Cowboys fan, as I'm sure you as a Vikings fan, whenever we get a guy of questionable moral character, I go, as long as we win though, as long as you keep your creepy or your bullshit to like a Let's considerable ask, yeah, level. The Eagles uh, about uh Mike Vick or the Steelers, yeah. you know, he was on those teams and it, and it's not saying that people don't deserve a second chance. Let's hope he learned his lesson sure. and he stops uh, you know, messaging but they talk about that thing too it's like listen you have uh these uh players who usually have one massage therapist a a specific one that they hire and go to this guy was using social media to pass along to dozens and dozens of different women it was it's it's pretty obvious what he was doing and it kind of sucks that the nfl is still in a place where they're like "Mm, we're gonna he's very talented listen but he's very all, talented. All he had to do is be like, "Listen, I like getting jerked off by strangers. I love <laughs> it. I love it. It's my favorite fucking thing. I love it so much, and I can make as much money in the world, and I'm still gonna fucking message strangers to jerk me off. You know? And he goes, and if he and did if, that, what happens? Yeah. If he did that, everybody be say, like, okay, all right, you're really? a fucking weirdo. Everybody? But he's it's the you same think thing. So? Like, it's gaslighting where you're like, don't tell me the shit that I'm looking no. at is not what I'm looking at. You know, true. don't tell me that up is down. You can say it's not that far up, but don't say it's <laughs> down. Don't give me contradictory shit. Just be like, hey, man, yeah, I like getting a fucking rub and tug from strangers. What do you what do you want from I, me? I Sorry, guys. Sorry. I question, though, if that's that was the smartest choice for him, but I get that it's a different choice. <laughs> it's the way, it's the only way to get back in the public's good graces where you're like, listen, I didn't sexually assault any of these women. I messaged everybody on, you know, on the social media being like, hey, you want to fucking come give me a massage? What the fuck? <laughs> Why am I getting right. some third rate chick who shows her titties and bringing her, flying her across the country to give me a massage? Guys, you know what the fuck is up. You know? <laughs> It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Now, like I said, he's a sex pest. It is what it is. It, it just needs but to be consensual. It just needs when, to be consensual. Yeah, and and the only thing you have to say, the only thing you have to say is the same thing that Kobe said during the rape charge. Be like, hey, it was my fucking hotel room. We all knew what the fuck was happening, and I cheated <laughs> on my wife. And he literally, that's what he said. He just goes, listen... It was fucking consensual. We came up to my hotel room and I cheated on my wife. I'm a bad dude, but I'm not a rapist, you know? And you'll notice that Kobe didn't get any of the shit that Roethlisberger got because Roethlisberger sure. pleaded innocence. 
pleaded, I had, oh, no, it was, everything was consensual. Whereas Kobe was like, no, I, I fucked that girl up. And Maybe. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to agree with you there. I don't think if, if you sexually harassed or raped somebody and then came out of it and said, I did that, then you don't get slapped no, no, no. for it? If, no, If you say, I, you know, but if you say, hey, listen, dude, it was all, you have to admit what it you did. It was all did. consensual and it was, yeah, and she was in on it too, yeah. No, you don't force yourself on no, somebody and then you, come out and be honest. Okay. You don't get to okay. be like, listen, I've committed several. Because that was several, different with Roethlisberger, too. Yeah, you don't get to be like, hey, man, listen, I've committed several rapes. But as long as we're being honest about it, right? I'm feeling good. <laughs> we we're so, all feeling good yeah. about me. No, you you basically, you have to say it's, you know, consensual. If Deshaun right. Watson had just been like, listen, I'm sending out messages all the fucking time trying to get strangers to jerk my dick off. That's <laughs> I'm Guys, I'm sorry. I'm throwing it out there. You know, I'm throwing it out there. By the way, now that we're in this press conference, if anybody in the audience would like to grab on my dick for a little while and shake it till I yogurt everywhere, by all means, holla at your boy. I have business cards. You can reach me at this number. Football. Uh, Football. Let's, uh, I got some football. This is football. This is football Uh, right now. Unfortunately, this is football right now. Yeah. Uh, but no, let's 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 talk about Matt Ryan. <laughs> Segway. The QB carousel continues. We know what happened to Deshaun Watson, and there'll be plenty of stuff continuing in Cleveland with this story. Um, let's continue on and talk about Matt Ryan, who he demanded his trade. He got his trade, and he probably mm-hmm. ended up in one of the better situations you could end up in, and that's Indianapolis. You oh got yeah, Jonathan Taylor behind you. You got a good offensive line in front of you. Probably better Pittman than he's had in receiver. Atlanta. Who's yeah better than some of the guys he's got? Because you got to remember, place, his yeah. wide receiver core is absolutely devastated. He doesn't have Calvin Ridley, you know. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley getting suspended for a fucking year for gambling. You know, Julio Jones, even if he came back, was not the Julio Jones of old. He's no. got fucking nobody. And then all of a sudden, he's going to a loaded offense where all he really has to do for most of his job is hand that shit to Jonathan Taylor, and he'll be okay. So yeah, if you're if you're Matt Ryan, this is the best position you've been in offensively for since Roddy White, Julio Jones, and it only cost the Colts a third round pick, which is quite cheaper than what it cost them last year to do the same thing, go bring in Carson Wentz. Now, there's an age difference there, and Carson Wentz was coming from a team where he showed MVP caliber stuff, so they moved on from it. Um, Ursay is just can't keep his tongue bitten right now about talking about Carson Wentz. It's pretty funny. Hates him. Hates yeah, him. but um, Colts are going to get a uh, potential seventh rounder, I guess. Uh, oh, no, their seventh mm-hmm. new QB to start the year. That's what my note says. Seventh new one. Um, Colts can't – and, you know, Matt Ryan, though he will be a nice starter for him this year, let's be honest, he's stopgap. This is going to be his 16th year. He was drafted to the Falcons, spent 15 years with him. So unfortunately that it has to come to an end like this, a demanded trade, but they made it with class that the, it sounded like the Falcons let him, or they extended a bit where he can get some type of money uh, before the trade. They, they, they made a way so that he could still get some yeah. a bonus. And then they, they, they guaranteed him a decent took, amount of money up front. Yeah, and then it sounded like they could have technically traded him off to like Carolina or something, but they they got him in a nice situation in in Indy. So it seems like everybody kind of won in this situation if Falcons only getting a third rounder for him. Um, this leaves us with Baker Mayfield still demanding a trade. He's upset about the the Watson stuff, 
And where does he go? Because we've got the, the Falcons picked up Marcus Mariota. Just to ramp up this QB carousel where we have here. Marcus Mariota goes to the Falcons. Is he going to get a starting chance again? Dan, you're shaking your head no? You don't think so? Does Mariota No, I think he'll a get a starting chance. I, I think okay. he is the starter. I think that's why Atlanta brought him in. They don't have a lot of depth at the quarterback position. There's really no other answer back there. I think they're bringing in a guy like Mariota taking the third-round pick from Matt Ryan, eating a lot of cap this year, and just going, all right, we're going to get this thing next year. Um, you know, 2022 is not going to be the year of the Falcons. They're kind of punting, and that's yeah. fine. And, and they're giving Mariota an opportunity to basically be like, hey, come in, take some bullets, and prove that you can be a starter somewhere else, or prove that you can be our stopgap next year when we draft the heir apparent. It's going to be interesting to watch Arthur Smith and his job. This is his second year, right? Just his second, or is his third? I think it's just second. second, right? Did he start? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second year in here, and it's obviously, yeah, looks like it's probably going to be a step down from this middling Falcons they were last year, middling to bad, kind of. We'll see what happens there. The Saints were the other team in the Deshaun Watson uh, sweepstakes that lost out on it, so they went and picked up not only Jameis Winston, but Andy Dalton this week as well. So they have two mm-hmm. QBs that they can shuffle around. And you know you know how the saying goes, if you got two QBs back there, you got two QBs back there. <laughs> no, you got none. And I, I, you kind of see that happen with the Saints, right? This is another team that's probably, they're in uh, cap hell, and they're yeah. probably going to be shuffling between these two guys all season. Yeah, I know you're, I know you're devastated, the Saints cap hell oh, situation. Um, uh, Bears, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, uh, they are. Uh, this is for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, weirdly enough, you know how much cap space the New Orleans Saints have? Tell me. The second most, $26 million in cap space. They, they, okay, well, they switched a lot of stuff around, I guess. Um, is that true? They are $26 yeah. million right now? Right Dang. now. I mean, everybody is under the cap. Uh, the San Francisco I guess they let Armstead go and... Yeah. yeah, the San Francisco 49ers uh, have $1.7 million in cap room. That's it. <laughs> and they've got 65 oh, dudes signed, so they are going to need to make some changes. Which we talked about. Let's let's wrap up the QB stuff. Uh, Bears are bringing in Trevor Simeon. Now that's a backup spot, but whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. It's still a QB. Uh, the Rams are giving Matt Stafford a nice extension, the uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Four years, $135 million. They it's had to. still... Yeah, and it's not crazy money. I mean, it's nice money for Matt Stafford at the end of his career. Yeah. So this leaves us with what teams are still probably in need of starter QBs. Carolina Panthers come to mind, obvious. They yes. They keep striking out on the, the quarterbacks they're going for. Uh, it doesn't look good for Matt Rule. It looks like he's you know already on super hot seat. Uh, I would say Houston Texans now, obviously. You got Davis Mills, but... I, really going to roll with him? Yeah, I think they are going to roll with Davis Mills. I, I think they are not incentivized to, you know, especially in this get... draft class, to, like, reach for a guy, you know. And Davis Mills composed himself, comported himself pretty well. I think you could say, hey, we're going to take these picks this year and build the core of our team. And then if Davis Mills isn't the guy, we're going to make himself play, make him play himself out of a position at some point this year and then go into next year's draft with, with more ammo. Suppose you could. You could. Um, you might still need somebody else back there. I don't know if they have anyone, any other quarterbacks under contract right now because wasn't Terod there last year? I forget who else was. Yeah. The uh, the Giants, there's a lot of talk about what's going on with uh, Daniel Jones, even if he's healthy or not. Is that he had like yeah, a neck injury I, I late? Think, 
I think you bring in Dable and you say we're going to ride it with Daniel Jones, but I don't know if you I don't know if you feel good about him going forward, but I don't think mm-hmm. there's really a chance that he isn't the starter um the starter this year. Um do you do you think Seahawks go with uh, Drew Locke? Um yeah, I think they'll try it. Um I once okay. again, I would be more I would be less surprised to see the Seahawks take an heir apparent than I would to see the Giants take an heir apparent. I think, you know, okay. Daniel Jones, they picked up his fifth-year option because it's still kind of affordable um, for, you know, for his fifth-year option, but um, he's going to get this entire year to play himself out of a job. Um, and then I put Falcons on the list, too. We kind of talked about that. Marcus Mariota, but we'll see what he is. So, yeah, those are the five teams, I think, that still could go for QBs. Obviously, Panthers are at the top of that. They pick sixth overall in this draft. Falcons pick eighth. Those are spots where it would be a reach. It would obviously be a reach. I, we haven't even looked at, talked about QBs yet, but it's not a strong QB draft. But I don't know. I could see Matt Rule throwing caution to the wind and throwing a rookie QB to the Wolves next year. Well, there's two places you shouldn't forget uh, that will need quarterbacks very soon. One of them is potentially the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll now, see what happens there. They could become a buyer and a seller at the quarterback position. And also, let's not forget about the Detroit Lions, who can't be in love with Jared Goff. Um, you know, his contract is something. And the fact that the Lions, I know we're going to get to this, the Lions are the uh, this year's hard knocks, yeah, uh, which is great. Jared Goff is $31 million against the cap this year, but next year his dead cap is only $10 million. There's not a chance he's still the starter next year. So what right. is going to happen? Are you drafting the heir apparent? Are you drafting a bridge guy? Are you going to try to do that at number two if, you know, maybe Aiden Hutchinson isn't there, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of good pass rushers, though, and the Lions could use one. I mean, you, I, I go with what they did last year since this is the same front office, and, and they went best available. They got their left tackle. Now you go pass rush. I, I think it would be dumb for the Lions to pick it at second overall, but you could always trade back if somebody really wanted to go quarterback there. Very possible. But uh, you're right. They do need to replace uh, – off sooner than later that's true i mean and then qb is still available right now for this year free agents uh unless i'm wrong here i have down ryan fitzpatrick still if he hasn't <laughs> retired Not yet. cam newton's out there you want to you want to kick the tires on old mike glennon again anybody oh yuck why would why uh, would you bring that up scott maybe jacoby Brissett, i think might be out there but really Potential? it comes down to the trades garoppolo who we're still sitting on we said over a week and a half ago that he would be traded before that end of the next day and he still hasn't so Niners are sitting on him Mayfield obviously <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about the Mayfield trade well first of all the other ones I've put down for trades Nick Foles eh? I don't think anymore I, I think if and, you're trading for Nick Foles you're trading for a second stringer okay and then Gardner Minshew was another one that's kind of been coming around there but yeah, I, once again, I th- I feel like everybody's kind of voted on Gardner Minshew that he's not going to be your premier guy. So maybe he's a spark plug guy. Maybe he cultivates a young quarterback coming in. That's potential. Right, right. Uh, but okay, so let's first of all, the Baker Mayfield and a chance of a trade for him. The thing that the Browns are running into is they want to offer, you know, they want a second rounder. They want all this other stuff for him. But they're sitting on a spot where if if you go in to trade for a Baker Mayfield now, what? Where? Why aren't you going to get start pissing off your quarterback? Just like the Deshaun Watson thing, when you have a player sitting there as your starting QB, and you go on trade for another guy, you're going to piss off the guy in, in that seat. 
one. So that's one reason not to go reach out for Baker Mayfield. Two, you have the Browns over a barrel here, and you can ask for very little because the Browns kind of need to move them. They don't. No? They don't. So the Well, he's Browns, on the rookie deal. Yeah. The Browns still have $21 million in cap space with Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield signed. <laughs> now, I'm not saying Baker Mayfield is going to play for the Cleveland Browns, but this feels more like when Carson Palmer was uh, playing for the, the Bengals. Okay. And he's like, get me the fuck out of here. And they're like, we're not going to do that. And then they drafted Andy Dalton, and they're like, okay, now we'll get you the fuck out of here because now we're sellers. We're not, you know, we're not over a barrel, so to speak. I think you can hold on to a guy like Baker Mayfield until you get some weird fucking injury. There's 32 yeah. teams in the NFL, and there's maybe 20 that think they have a chance. The likelihood that one out of 20 of those teams is going to have some injury that's going to fuck them up is pretty high. It's pretty high. That's true, and you could then probably get a high draft pick for the following year for Baker Mayfield. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I would the, bubble wrap that motherfucker. That you know, <laughs> I, I Baker Mayfield. I would basically be like, hey, you don't need to come to any of the meetings. You're not going to be a Cleveland Brown. However, we'll do to you what they did to Deshaun Watson, and we will pay your ass to sit at home. You yeah. know, and you can make all the big stink in the world, but it, it doesn't do you any good because there's no landing spot. There's no logical landing spot. As soon as there's a logical landing spot, I promise you we'll sell you for assets. Yeah, it doesn't look good to cut to the sidelines of him sitting there in a coat when the games start playing and he's just on the bench. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense to just shove him off your roster here when nobody really wants to pay him pay you too much for him in terms of picks. So, yeah, he probably doesn't move before the draft. Um, once the draft goes and we have the, those quarterbacks, you know, fall, we'll see if somebody does want to reach out for him as just somebody. Or, yeah, you're right, an injury or something like yeah. that in training camp. You don't want to see it, but it usually happens. So we'll see what happens. Because ba- Baker um, Mayfield is not yeah. worth this year's second. He might be worth next year's second rounder. And I think that's, if you're Cleveland, that's what you want. Really, you want at least next year's second round pick, then you feel like you can move on from Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I can see that. They uh, in San Francisco, Lynch is saying that he has an offer for Garoppolo of two second rounders, and he's sitting on that for some reason um, to see if something better, I guess, comes along or whatever. Do you do you believe him in that? You offer two second rounders for Jimmy Garoppolo. I I mean I I would offer two second rounders. I would probably offer this year's and 2024's uh okay. second rounder. I would I would give myself some space on that. Um but yeah, I I can see him being being worth two seconds. His cap hit this year is only 26 million dollars, which is very affordable. He's in the last year of his deal. Um for the 49ers, they can cut this motherfucker outright at any time if they want to and he's only 1.4 million in dead cap. So mm-hmm. they're not over a barrel. Um, it frees up some spots for them, but they don't, you know, they're, they weren't going to be players in free agency anyway. So I feel like this is a this is a spot, another injury spot. So um, if Baker Mayfield and if Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo are both available, yeah, and let's say God injured, forbid, yeah, let's say God forbid you lose your quarterback, uh, Dan D- Dak Prescott has an injury here and he's going to miss the first eight weeks. God forbid, knock on wood, it doesn't happen. We don't want that to happen. But who do you want between those two? Uh, between those two, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is less threatening. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo is less threatening. In that, like, if you'd make the trade for Baker Mayfield, he comes in, plays well enough that you have a question at QB? Is that what you're thinking? 
there, yeah, that if he comes in, you're like, ah, are you going to create a quarterback controversy potentially? You know, are you going to, mm. especially as a Cowboys fan, you bring in a white boy, you know, <laughs> you bring, I mean, there's, there's enough Cowboys you, fans Jerry that are like, could- or even Jerry could fall in love with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, look at look at this. Reminds me of Tony. <laughs> I look. I, dig, I got myself. You know, Tony was Hispanic, right? No, 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 no. Tony was. <laughs> why does the driven snow? Uh, why does he's snow? Did you see his Illinois. wife? Yeah, he's, he's he's from he's from Wisconsin. <laughs> from Wisconsin, he. You know, they don't allow minorities in Wisconsin. Only for the football and the basketball. All right, well, I looked at the time. We spent the good first half hour on just QB, so let's <laughs> let's hit the rest of the news because there was a lot of stuff. There's other there other players moving around, so big trades. we got to go with Devontae Adams moving to the Raiders. That happened since we've discussed. Uh, oh, boy, Packers now. They, they came out good with this one. They get a first and a second rounder this year mm-hmm. from the Raiders. The Raiders, though, are getting Devontae Adams and a big old contract to him. Five years, a hundred and forty-one and a quarter million dollars. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> it's the largest by a non-QB in both annual value and overall ever. Yeah, it's it's a tremendous deal for Devontae Adams, and you know we'll talk about this in a second. Um, it changed the landscape of the wide receiver position because mm-hmm. now it's quarterback territory. Now it's quarterback money. That's that's what it is right now. That's fucking crazy. This dude's gonna make yeah, twenty three Christ- million dollars in cash this year. Yeah, it's not Christian Kirk's money to the Jaguars. That was kind of a silly contract. I think people sure. are like, hold on a second, we're not gonna do that. But this led to other trades we're gonna get to. First of all, I wanna stay with Devontae Adams before we talk about yeah, the other wide receiver moves. Boo. Um it seemed like Rogers was aware of this happening even with accepting his contract moving forward. it's There was this, Devontae Adams does not want to sign his franchise tag. That's the only thing the Packers are offering him. And if that's not happening, then he's probably going to move. Um, Packers did what they needed and, and traded for him. But from what it sounds like, Devontae Adams got exactly what he wanted. He's going to Vegas. He's playing with Derek Carr, who he played with in college, right? Like, it seems Fresno like... Fresno State? I watched... Uh, yeah, I watched his Derek's brother, um, David Carr, on David? NFL Network talk about this trade and, and basically gush about it being like a family friend coming over for dinner. You know, it was like, Devontae's coming. This is what we wanted. We're big happy about it. And then James Jones is sitting across the desk from like, yeah, this isn't good for the Packers. So that made me feel good. I mean, Devontae Adams destroyed the Vikings for his tenure in Green Bay. I mean, those two... Yes. Rodgers and Adams, I it, you I haven't seen a quarterback and wide receiver on the same page that good since I'm going to say Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison. Uh that's yeah, that's fair. I was going to say uh, he's better than Antonio Freeman and Brett Favre, so that's that's something. Yeah. But you got to remember this: Devontae Adams is going into his year thirty, like sorry, his age thirty <laughs> year. Okay, so, yeah, not year thirty in the NFL. Um. He has not played a full season since 2016. Mm, wow. Hasn't played a I full season that. since 2016. Now, he only missed one game last year. That's it. Only missed one game. Had a, Was still incredibly productive. But he's 30 years old, and he's always picked up these little tiny fucking lingering injuries. But when he's on the field, God damn it, is he precise. He's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. He also played I I ha- for one of the greatest yeah, quarterbacks that ever fucking lived. So that's yeah. got to factor in, too. Yeah, do you think it's going to be more like 
probably a little bit of both. Do we see Devontae Adams come down to earth? Do we see Aaron Rodgers have issues with other wide receivers? Um, yeah, I think you'll probably see both of that in the be- in the front end of the year. You know, he's going to take time to get his timing back with Carr. Um, if I think you're going to get a lot of forgiveness, especially in a very deep wide receiver class, if if the Packers go ahead and get two wide receivers in you know round one and round two, uh-huh. uh, then I I think you know Aaron Rodgers is going to be pretty happy with that. I mean, the guy hates throwing rookies, but he might have to. He might not have any other fucking options. Yeah, yeah. The, they get the Vegas pick uh, earlier in the first round, so they'll have two f- later first-round picks to choose at least a one wide receiver there, you would think. It is a deep wide receiver one, but, yeah, we'll see if Rodgers likes the guy. It kind of comes down to that, doesn't it? Um, I need to pull back a little bit. I think I was saying that the Packers would only offer Adams a uh, franchise deal. I think the report is that the Packers offered him the same contract that the uh, he's was going to end up getting for the Raiders. It's just the matter of he wanted to go there so badly. Yeah, and I think that's logical. I mean, if you're you're never going to get out from underneath the shadow of Aaron Rodgers. For as long as you're Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. people are going to do what I just did to Devontae Adams, going, well, he did have the greatest quarterback of his generation throwing him the right. football. If so you can we'll go somewhere, if you can go somewhere and be like, hey, by the way, Derek Carr is now an all-pro because I'm his wide receiver. That's just in mm-hmm. case y'all are wondering who was who, you know. And it, it might be a little column A, a little column B. I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to improve Derek Carr's career. I think Devontae Adams is going to have a slight dip in production, but so will our Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, but they'll both be both have Pro Bowl years, I'm sure. They need to make runs for this uh, division, obviously. The Chiefs have been holding it uh, over everyone's head last few years, but you saw what the Broncos did last week. You see what the Chargers have been doing in free agency, too. The AFC West is is racing right now, and it's exciting to see. In fact, the Raiders also traded for Unique... Or, excuse me. They traded Unique Nagakwe to the Colts for Rocky Yassin. So there was a little trade back and forth between Raiders and Colts there uh, to keep our tradings going. And then... You, you brought it up. This moved wide receivers. So when Devontae Adams got his money, uh, the Chiefs were in conversations with Tyreek Hill and went, shoot, we can't do that. Um, sorry, Tyreek, we don't have Devontae Adams' money. Uh, what are we thinking? And that meant he had to move. So to the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill went. Chiefs are getting the Dolphins' tw- first rounder this year the Dolphins second rounder this year the Dolphins fourth rounder this year and their fourth and sixth next year for the probably still fastest man in the league Tyreek Hill this is a fucking haul for mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs I think this is actually a win for the Chiefs who are going to be butting up against the salary cap for a long time and mm-hmm. need a chance to reload and once again, you're reloading in a wide receiver loaded draft. You're that's what you're giving yourself the opportunity to do. Now, Kansas City's, you know, going to the poker table. Um, are they gonna hit? We don't know. But that's what they're going to the poker table to do. They're there to win. They've got the they've got the chips. They want to cash them in for a wide receiver of some renown. Um, and Tyreek Hill is a guy from Miami. He wanted to go back to Miami. He wanted to live in, in Florida. It's a nice place to live. It's way better than Kansas City. Um <laughs> So, I mean, not to shit on Kansas City, but guys, fucking Miami or Kansas City, it's not that hard. Um, um, so I, it I think this makes like, sense oh, for both ahead. parties. 
Yeah. There was a bidding war between the Dolphins and the Jets, apparently, and it ended up with Hill getting a contract of four years, $120 million. That is $72.2 million guaranteed. He uh, said afterwards that his agent, quote, wanted a kiss on the mouth from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that agent deserves more than that. You know, Tyreek <laughs> should probably... Should probably get online and see Deshaun Watson, that guy, a massage therapist yeah. or something. <laughs> there yeah. it is. Uh, the it are really bringing is in... only a two-year yeah. deal. True. It's only and a two-year deal. Tyreek's Tyreek shit. So. So yeah. So Good we'll rules. see how, how well he does in Miami. Uh, the Chiefs are bringing in Juju Smith Schuster uh, as one of the wide receivers to replace him. So we'll see what happens there. And then I have uh, the only other wide receiver move I have is Allen Robinson to the Rams. Allen Robinson, uh, I really was a big fan of his when he was with the Bears, but I haven't seen him so much um, on the since he's played. I haven't seen Allen Robinson since he's you know been healthy. So now it's just a matter of how will Robinson look with the Rams. Um, those are the wide receiver moves. I'm just going to continue on, Dan. I'll talk a little bit about the uh, linebackers uh, that were moved. One we this has happened too since we talked. Von Miller to the Buffalo Bills. And he got a six-year, $120 million deal. Uh, this is probably, as I've been saying, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, free agent pickup the Bills have ever done. Too much money. Way oh, too really? much money. My God. It is a six-year deal for a declining yeah. edge rusher. I love Von Miller. But holy shit, this is way too much money for Von Miller. It is absurd, yeah, almost- man. Bills are pulling on all the stops. They don't, they're done losing to the Chiefs in the playoffs. They want to see how this goes. Uh, we'll see what. It, yeah, we'll see how that works. Uh, linebacker Chandler Jones going to the Raiders. Uh, linebacker Zadarius Smith to my Vikings. That was a nice surprise. Uh, he was about to go to Baltimore, backed out of that deal to come to Minnesota and uh, play with Daniel Hunter, who gave him a nice deal to to play with him. And hopefully, Daniel Hunter gets a nice extension here coming up. See what happens with the Vikings. They're, they're at least making some moves here with the new uh, front office and coaching staff. As it seemed like it was like a run it back scenario in Minnesota. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, just extend Kirk Cousins and we'll see if we can do this. But we'll see. And then uh, Lael Collins to the Bengals. Bengals keep bringing up offensive linemen, and Taron Armstead goes to the Saints. No, right? Yeah. Uh, Armstead. Armstead went to Miami. That's right. He left the Saints for Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, that didn't sound right. Thank yeah. you. Armstead went to Miami. Miami is loaded for bear uh, this season. They are making a move. They feel like the AFC East is open, which <laughs> seems strange to me because it's like, oh, the Patriots are back and the Bills are ascending. And then the Jets are always the Jets. The Jets are like, God damn it. Really? Still? We're going to do <laughs> yeah. this? Miami now? Now, now Miami's going to kick the shit out of us? God damn it. We just got ourselves a nice little quarterback here. What are we doing? But... Mm. Yeah, this, I mean, Miami is loaded to go. They are ready to go. And Buffalo must feel like this window is closing because, God damn it, did they give Von Miller too much money. But looking at the details of Von Miller's uh, thing, uh, okay. it's a $45 million dead cap this year. He mm. literally in cash, he's getting $19 million this year, 15 next year, and 17 the year after that. It is very backloaded. There is no way he is staying there for his year 38. Or for his okay. you know thirty eight year where he's got twenty nine million in base salary, okay, not right, a chance, so not a chance. So a got, lot of that money, rooms, yeah, yeah, a lot of that money's fake money because 
in the it's a three year deal effectively, and then year four, five, and six, he's got a cap of twenty one million with a dead cap of seven, a cap of twenty three with a dead cap of three, so he's gone, and then yeah. no dead cap with a cap hit of thirty, not a chance. Okay. Uh, well, that I think that's free agency. Uh, the, obviously, there's still some guys available, uh, people getting picked up. I saw before we started recording, like Patrick Peterson got picked up by my Vikings, but. There's also big other names out there, maybe even some big names I missed, but uh, keep an eye out for it. Free agency is going to continue. Players are still moving around all the way up to and after the draft. Um, but we had the few more news uh, here to hit before we wrap up for the show. New overtime rules. This happened this week. New mm-hmm. overtime rules for postseason. This is how they do this. They always uh, start it in there. So the postseason overtime rules is now both teams will have a chance with the ball as I get finally over this where, oh, man, we need to see the other team get their shot. So since um, – well, so, that, yeah, they, that was the rule they got. Now there was three teams that voted against this rule change. Bengals, Dolphins, and Vikings were the three teams that were against it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, from what I heard, the Vikings said they're against the idea that the team that gets to respond gets unlimited time to do so, to score. Because the overtime – in postseason can't end in a tie or whatever if the first team gets the ball and scores in like two plays and they give the ball back to the other team to get their opportunity to tie it up there's really no running clock they have to be stopped on four downs or as it is yeah sure but i mean you know i think this is just a half measure you can say hey listen if we go to you know (laughs) if it's if it goes to overtime we're gonna play a full quarter Fuck it. We're playing a full quarter. Um, or just keep it sudden death. Sudden death is super fucking exciting, and it's all fucking random anyway. So yeah. I, I just don't understand why we we parse and go back and forth. Either do the college rules, which is great. The college has a great overtime system. Or just fucking make it sudden death the way it always was. I don't understand this. I want a possession. That's no fair. My defense fucked me. It's like, well, sometimes your defense fucks you, pal. I you know that's the way it goes. Welcome welcome to being the Cowboys in the you know the mid aughts. Shit sucks. <laughs> Speaking of being fair, here's some stats. Since 2010, there's been 12 postseason games that went to overtime. Ten of them were the team who had the ball first to win. However, seven were after the first drive. So it wasn't always the first you know the first drive that scored. That only yeah. happened I guess three of the times. It it doesn't happen as often as you think it does, but here we are and we're complaining about it. So it's brought, been brought up so many times that I think this is, yeah, the finally NFL going, all right, all right, let's see how it goes. And you guys might complain about how it is now, you know. Yeah. Try winning and that shit regulation. That, how about that? Right. Uh, we talked about Detroit Lions getting the hard knocks. So uh, that's uh, coming up here for – it's preseason hard knocks it's a training camp it's not the mid of the season like we had with the colts we'll see if we get that again that was a nice uh hope it's the cowboys (laughs) yeah right um but this is actually the first time an nfc north team is in hard knocks that's so bizarre to me but i guess that makes sense yeah brett Favre was never going to want to do it because they were going to catch him cheating on his wife (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's been a while um, and then we have a new stadium alert. The Buffalo Bills have, and their state have agreed to get a new stadium. Um, 
They're going to remain in Buffalo for the next 30 years with this new stadium. So congrats to the city of Buffalo. It's a little breakdown of the money here. The state will be paying $600 million towards it. The county, $250 million to it. Uh, it'll be some seat licenses of $350 million and more. So that's, you know, the fans and the people who are buying the seats for it. The NFL themselves, $200 million. Um, yeah, so that's that's the breakdown of what it takes to, to get a uh, stadium deal past this this day and age. What a fucking scam. What an absolute <laughs> fucking scam. This is some bullshit. Yep. I, I really hope... I really hope when the Bears apply for whatever fucking funding they want to apply for, I hope that we fucking stick it to them. And I really think <laughs> we will. I think Illinois will stick it to them. Be like, you want to finance that shit? Finance that shit yourself. Go fuck yourself. They <laughs> should have done this to the Bills. The Bills have way too much goodwill built up, and they fucked their fans. They fucked the taxpayers with this. It's a billion dollars. It's a billion dollars. I'm talking That's about insane. state in New York. There, there's probably some Jets and Giants fans living in there that are going to have to pay for Buffalo's new stadium because there's three teams in this state alone. Uh, well, does that count? Does the New Jersey, are they technically in New Jersey? They're the, technically um, in New Jersey. Gillette Stadium or whatever? No, uh, not Gillette. Uh, <laughs> Meadowlands. And Metlands. Yeah, Met, yeah, MetLife. Not Meadowlands, at MetLife Stadium. Yeah, Met it's Life. the MetLife Stadium in the Meadowlands. In the Meadowlands, yep. Um also, so there's another, the Chiefs, they're rumored to be a team who are going to request a new stadium, and they have already threatened to move to Kansas in order to get this done, because you know, Kansas City, Missouri, so they would jump the border in order to get their new stadium. Eventually, this is going to blow up on some team. That's what I'm hoping for. I mean, mm-hmm. how many more cities can really absorb an NFL team, or who really would want to? You know, now that you move two teams to LA, yeah, it does make it tougher. I, I think you San move the team Antonio to Vegas. could maybe take a team. Yeah, you move the um, team to Vegas. You move two teams to yeah. LA. They're you're running out of markets to fuck. Listen, Birmingham is doing all of the <laughs> USFL. They can't afford an NFL team down there. So. Hey, hey, we're the USFL around here, sir. Yeah, we down don't take kind of you NFL yanks. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Yeah, but and you know. All that being done, I'm interested to see what Buffalo's new stadium will be. Hopefully it's still outdoors. Hopefully it's still in the elements. You want to see Buffalo in the snow. That's some of the most fun. Um, some retirements. Uh, not only is uh, the head coach of the Bu- uh, Buccaneers retiring, Bruce Arians, um, Malcolm Jenkins is retiring. Malcolm Jenkins, defensive back of Saints and Eagles for a long time. In fact, he is the only player to defeat both Brady and Manning in the Super Bowl. Oh, Wow. Little That's early true. crazy stat for you. That's yeah. pretty nice. I like that. Malcolm Jenkins was always, he always exuded leadership. Like I didn't love him on the Eagles because he was so good on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's just always been a guy where I'm like, oh, Malcolm Jenkins. I I feel like that guy isn't going wrong. I feel like he's gonna have a good, you know, post post career life. I I really wish that for him. He's he's always seemed like a top notch guy. I put him down as defensive back because didn't he usually he's like cornerback and safety? He, he done both. He played the vast majority of his life at safety. Okay, mostly safety. All right, um, and then some some uh, downer news. Uh, ESPN's John Clayton passed. Uh, he was just sixty seven, a longtime NFL insider. Um, always an interesting looking gentleman. I always remember his ESPN commercial where he was uh, doing a press bit 
but it was like just in front of a green screen. And as soon as it was done, he, he tears it off. He's got a torn up shirt. It, he, he pulls out what is a long ponytail <laughs> in the back, sits on his bed and he's eating Chinese food and yelling at his mom to bring up something. I don't know, but hilarious commercial. Look it up. But yeah, unfortunately we, uh, ESPN and, and the world lost John Clayton. He was, you know, he was the professor, the professor John Clayton. He right. was a guy that really loved football, um, loved talking about football, knew so much shit. Like, we, it always hurts me when one of these heydays of ESPN guys goes down. Mm-hmm. You know, ESPN is not what it was. We know this. But anytime you have, like, a Stuart Scott or a Rich Eisen or, you know, John Clayton or any of those guys, you, you hear them suffering, you go, oh, that's my youth, man. That's my yeah, well, yeah, that hurts us in age, in age too. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, and then the only other piece of news I wrote down here was uh, Kevin Burkhart will be the one taking over for Joe Buck as the Fox's top play-by-play guy the next year. Good for Kevin Burkhart. That's a huge promotion for him. I don't know if he's got the chops of Joe Buck, but best of luck, friend. Good for you. He, I never was don't, mad at him. Yeah, don't dislike Kevin Burkhart, and I think he does the baseball too pretty good, so... You know, Tom Brenneman kind of put it, he's the one who put his foot in his mouth, right? So, you yeah. know, yeah, I'm going to work for uh, Fox's uh, baseball game. I may not ever work again. There's a deep fly ball to right field. <laughs> That's a good impression of him. Okay, well, there you go. That's all the news. And, yeah, that did bleed us to almost an hour-long show. So I think we made the correct choice in that we can't put uh, offensive linemen full 9, 10 prospects we had already looked at onto this show. But our plan is to get that out to you soon and add more player positions as we go. Um, but, you know, the news is the topical stuff of the day. Free agency did take over our last two episodes, but this is a very interesting. So, uh, first of all, Dan, have you seen a free agency like this in, I, in many years? I haven't seen an off-season like this in many years. Yeah. Free agency, trades, like, you know, the trades opening up with the way the salary cap is now, the way the rookie free agent structure or the way the rookie contracts are structured – God, it's yeah. so wide open. You can flip a con, you can flip a year, you can flip a team so quickly now. It's really kind of amazing. Miami might be the number two team in the AFC East next year. What's going on? I had a note that this was in the crazy stats. As of it was March twenty second, I read this down. It said thirty three Pro Bowl selections have been traded off this off season, and that was prior to the Tyreek Hill trade. So Jesus Christ, this just keeps happening. Um, but yes, that is our show for now. Well, we will be back very soon, and we will be letting you know uh, to get ready for those prospects because yeah, we you got to be ready. It's it's in less than a month, and and uh, I'm you know Dan is uh, he's still taking looks at the tape, but obviously you know we don't want this to be in a vacuum. He's got to tell you people what he sees, and and if we have any elites, you know we we haven't even named one yet this season, we, so we got to get on that. Yeah, we're we're zero elites. Aiden Hutchinson did not earn the elite status, but probably still a mm-hmm. top fiver. Um, so get ready we'll see you here very soon so uh let us wrap up for now with some crazy stats you ready yeah yep all right got some fun ones here uh nfl.com nfl.com listed each team's best free agent signing of all time so this being a vikings cowboys episode let's start with it dan who do you think the Cowboys' best free agency signing of all time was? Uh, I'm going to say, I mean, honestly, our best free agent signing of all time was Charles Haley, not Deion Sanders. Oh, okay. That's I would make that argument that it was Charles Haley, not Deion Sanders. What did they say? Deion Sanders. Uh, yeah, in I fact, mean, then NFL.com did it in a way where they showed San Francisco's first, said it was Deion Sanders, and then showed Cowboys last, and goes, it's also Deion Sanders. 
I mean, Dion did win. He won San Francisco that Super Bowl. He really did. Yeah. Um, him on defense shutting down Michael Irvin, that was tremendous. Otherwise, the Cowboys might have ripped off three or four in a row. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Who do you think the Vikings was, if you had to take a guess? Uh, Kirk Cousins? <laughs> no. I, so I was assuming it was going to be, from my mind, Antoine Winfield. He was, he was a great. huge addition for us out of Buffalo uh, and spent like a decade there. But they named Steve Hutchinson, also a very big one. Yeah. And we got him because of like a poison pill out of Seattle. So that worked out for the Vikings. Yeah. Um, Okay, moving on with Matt Stafford's playoff success. What QB has the most career passing yards without a playoff win? Without a playoff win? Yeah, no playoff win, but the most passing yards in a career. Active? Active. It might even be... If he wasn't, it might even still be the top one, even if he wasn't active. But he, this is an active player. Mm, oh God, it's regular season and post, or just postseason. A uh, regular season and post, career career yards, active player, but he has never won a postseason game. Uh, is it couldn't be Lamar Jackson? Nope, it's Andy Dalton. Thirty-five thousand. <laughs> he's alive. 35,279 career passing yards and not a playoff win yet. I forgot he's, yeah, I forgot he's a real person. That's because Stafford got his. Um, And then, uh, oh, six teams have had a player, or six teams have not had a player on a roster arrested for the last five seasons. Last five seasons? We have six six teams that have done it. Now, I'm not going to make a guess. It's the Chargers, the Buccaneers, the Bears, the Colts, the Falcons and the Lions. So, congrats to those six franchises. I am surprised by the Buccaneers. You figure I'm at least one by of the them... Falcons. Yeah, the Dirty <laughs> Birds. Yeah, but I mean, I'm surprised by the the Buccaneers because, like, you figure somebody would have gotten arrested post Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> somebody would have <laughs> right. done something fucked up. But yeah, good for them. Good coaching. Sorry, Bruce. Goodbye. Um, and then okay, two more things. Okay, I found here too. There was a fun Monday Night Football Broncos at Chiefs game back in I think 1998 where Derek Thomas was flagged for three unsportsmanlike penalties on the same drive. You heard about this one? Yes, I know this story very well. Go ahead. So uh, Shannon Sharp, uh, masterful shit talker, masterful shit talker, uh, just kept reciting Derek Thomas's girlfriend's phone number. That was the trash talk. He just kept saying her phone number over and over and over again. Pissed him off so much. Now there was a there was also like a real shitty back like roll into Derek Thomas's legs. He did at one point too Mm -hmm. in that drive, which wasn't great. Uh, It's a very cheap shot that Shannon Sharp did, but Thomas is the one who got ejected in that drive as grabbing Shannon Sharp's face mask and just swinging him around by the head. That way, yeah, it, it's a wild one. Look it up if you if you got some time. Although, and then fine. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I do have to mention anytime we talk about Shannon Sharp. Yes, I I have to mention my favorite shit talk of all time, mm-hmm. which is the most accurate fucking thing in the world. Where Ray Buchanan says for the Super Bowl, yeah, for the Super Bowl, talking about Shannon Sharp. You can't tell me he doesn't look like Mister Ed. You can't <laughs> tell me that motherfucker doesn't look like a horse. What? A deadly accurate, deadly Looks accurate like insult. Team's mascot. Yeah, <laughs> it, Shannon Sharp, the the horsest looking motherfucker I've ever seen, <laughs> has a fellow professional athlete be like that motherfucker looks like a horse. Sometimes 
you like to throw, you like to see a hundred mile an hour fastball right down the middle. That's what you like, and that's the most impressive thing in the world. No movement, just sizzle, sizzle that <laughs> shit right into the glove. God, Ray Buchanan. I'll no matter all of the shit talk Shannon Sharp's ever had, I know that one still cuts him deep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then finally, I have one more thing, and then I'll finally wrap up the show. But you know, you, you you keep us away for so long, and we build up all of this football talk. But here we go. Uh, Shaq Mason and Shaq Barrett. They are both named after the same two basketball players. Their full names: Shaquille Elijahwan Mason, Shaquille Akeem Barrett. Wow. Huh? That's kind of I. That's crazy. That is a crazy a, stat. That is a crazy stat, and those are your crazy stats for this week. Okay, so that's the episode. Again, thank you guys so much. And yes, it's just more free agent talk, and we'll get you those prospects very soon. But we're very happy to have you here for another episode of the Push Off Podcast because we love this so much, as you can tell by us pushing this another full hour. Mm. But first, before we say goodnight, Dan, please give us some parting words of wisdom. If you find yourself in need of a stranger's hand job, there's <laughs> several websites you can go to where just being above board, you can try it on, you know, Facebook personals. You know, you can go to Facebook uh-huh. Marketplace. You know, okay. you can go to Craigslist. Uh, Craigslist. You, you can get on Tinder. Uh, you can go to Plenty <laughs> of Fish. You can go to Farmers Only. <laughs> there's a lot of places you can go for random people to jerk you off. I'm just saying, be honest about it, be above board, and keep your receipts, friends. Keep your receipts. And if you're in Ohio, it sounds like you got a business opportunity. <laughs> well, you only get one. You know, he doesn't want to do it again. He, he, he can't look at you afterwards. He needs somebody new after that. Okay, you guys. Well, thank you for uh, joining us for this very fun episode of the Push Out Podcast. I am Scott. And this is Dan. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.